Thanks for tuning in to the Link Church podcast. Link Church is located in Charlotte, North Carolina, and is committed to linking people to the life-changing power of Jesus Christ. How many people are ready for the Word of God today? How many people love the Word of God? If you rock with me today, I'll rock with you. And we'll do this thing together. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. We are in the third installment of our series entitled Level Up. And we're going to be diving deeper into the Holy Spirit today. And 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9 says, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10 is what I like. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God remain standing. I'm quickly going to pray. I'll pause right there. Today's title is The Third Dimension. The Third Dimension. Father, thank you that you are in this room. Thank you, God, that you are here with us. And Lord, we need to hear from you. We need your word today, God. I pray that you'll take over this atmosphere with your word. I pray, God, that you'll pulverize the plans of hell today. I pray, God, that you'll put the enemy on the run. I pray, God, that you'll unlock to us the third dimension so that we may see, understand, and hear you clearly. And we give you praise today in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Y'all clap one more time for Jesus so that I know I'm in the right room. All right. The third dimension. Many people walk through life in two dimensions. Although we exist in a three-dimensional world, many people only walk through life experiencing two dimensions. When we are born out of our mother's womb, we instantly become aware of the first dimension. And the first dimension is the body. The body is the first dimension of our existence. The second dimension that we come into as we continue to grow and develop through adolescence is the soul. The soul is the second dimension of our existence. The soul is where your emotions, your personality are housed. It's where you have your feelings and your inner will. It is the soul dimension. That's number two. But the third dimension that I would like to talk about today is the spirit. Because you must understand clearly that you are a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. Uh, maybe you've heard that before, but it's worth repeating. You are a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. 
and many people only exist in the first dimension, which is our bodies, and the second dimension, which is our soul, our emotions, and our feelings. But what is clear to me today about the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit exists in the third dimension. And God is consistently and continually trying to get his people to live their lives in the third dimension. Now, what am I saying? I'm not saying you need to walk around like your feet don't touch the ground. Walk around like you're holier than everybody else. Walk around like you have no understanding of the world around you. I'm not saying you got to be super saved. I'm not saying that you have to be so deep that nobody understands you. Y'all know those type of folk that are so deep that they, when they talk to you, they're, they're always talking in parables because it's like they exist in certain realms and they have no awareness of the world around them. But I want to tell you today that the Bible in the scripture that we read, it's something that we quote all the time. We often say, eye has not seen and ear has not heard. It has not entered into our hearts the thing that God has in store for us. And we stop there. We always stop there as if God has secrets that about us that he doesn't want to reveal to us. We often stop there as if God has these mind-blowing things about me that you won't understand that I won't understand. But if you continue to read your Bible, this is why you should not read your Bible in isolation. But it's very good, it's a very good practice to read your Bible in context. Because Paul does not end the chapter there. But he says in verse 10, but God has revealed unto us those things through his spirit. Hold up. Wait a second. You're trying to tell me that there are things about us, things that God wants to give us that we are not aware of if we exist in the first dimension and the second dimension. But he does want to show them to us if we live in the third dimension. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when you do not live your life full of the Holy Spirit, you are missing out on things that God wants to reveal to you, but he can only get them to you if you are connected in the Spirit. If you are willing to go deep in God, if you are willing to burrow down in the Spirit. And I want to underscore this principle today because the third dimension is critical to your purpose. The third dimension is critical to what God wants to do in your life. The third dimension will explain the confusion that you're experiencing right now. The third dimension will unlock truths that are hidden to you when you live in your body and your soul only. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 37 because Ezekiel chapter 37 is very key to us understanding because Ezekiel is the prophet of God and verse 1 tells us 
that the hand of the Lord was on Ezekiel and he brought him out into the spirit, in the spirit, into a valley of bones. We must understand that Ezekiel is human. But God wants to show something to him, and the only way God can unveil it to him is God has to take him in the spirit. God has his hand on Ezekiel. God has his hand on him because God wants to take him somewhere. And whenever God has his hand on you, he has his hand on you because he wants to take you somewhere. Is there anybody in the room or anybody that that's watching me online that feels like God has his hand on you. Yes, you know God has his hand on you, not because you got a new house, not because you got the new job, but you, God has his hand on you and you know it because God wants to show you something. God wants to take you somewhere. God wants to give you visions and dreams. God wants to give you intel that relates to your future and your purpose. The hand of the Lord was on Ezekiel. The hand of God is all over you. But when you live in the first dimension and the second dimension and you never exist in the third dimension, you will think because of all the things that are happening to you right now you would think that the hand of the Lord is not on your life but if I don't say anything else today I want to let you know this that God's hand is on you but you won't see it unless you're in the spirit you won't see it unless you have the spirit of God inside of you he takes Ezekiel out into this valley. This valley is filled with bones. And in verse 2, he causes Ezekiel to begin to walk around this valley. He does not just drop Ezekiel in the valley, but he wants Ezekiel to observe the valley and walk around and understand his environment. And Ezekiel takes um, he takes lessons and he takes inventory of the valley and he concludes that this is a valley not just of bones but of very dry bones and there are many of them. You see, the thing about the Spirit of God and when you live in the third dimension is God will often show you things about your environment because God wants to show Ezekiel what's happening with the children of Israel. And the only way that Ezekiel can see it is if God snatches him out of his flesh and pulls him into the spirit so he can see what's happening in this valley. And he assesses the situation. What are you missing 
in your life right now because you are looking at it through the eyes or the lens of the flesh and you are not looking at it in the third dimension. What about the things that you are going through that you are actually confused about right now because you are not seeing it in the spirit? The spirit brings depth and perspective to your trials. The spirit brings depth and perspective to your struggles. The spirit brings depth and perspective and gives answers to the things that plague your human mind. It's in the spirit. It's in the spirit. And God says to Ezekiel, I just don't want you to observe this valley, but I have a question for you. He asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? And, and I believe that every time God asks a question, it's not because he does not have the answer. Every time God asks a question, it's not because he is ignorant to the answer. But he asks the question because he wants you to ponder it. He asks the question so that Ezekiel can stop being a bystander in his own purpose, but Ezekiel can be a participant in the purpose of God. And he says, Ezekiel, this is not a job for me, but Ezekiel, this is a job for you. Can these bones live? I want to tell you today that you have some things going on in your life. And the question posed to you right now is, will they live? Will they live? Will you be able to get what God wants out of it? Will you have the ability for your purpose to breathe and rise again? I want to come for somebody right here because somebody is feeling like they are existing in a valley and everything is dry and everything is filled with bones. And the question is, can they live? Mm -hmm. Can your purpose live again? Can your anointing live again? Can what God wants to do in your life live again? Can your business thrive again? Can your family come together again? Can your marriage be wholesome again? Can these bones live? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to live with these bones. You don't have to live with them because God is asking, can they live? Can they live? Ezekiel says to God, God, you know, that's passing the buck. That's passing the responsibility. God did not ask him and say, hey, Ezekiel, do you think that I'm capable of doing this? He, he said, Ezekiel, I want you to articulate whether or not these bones can live. So what does God do? 
in verse 4. God, I'm taking y'all through today because I want y'all to see this. He says, God, God says to Ezekiel, rather, he says, hey, prophesy to the bones. Prophesy to the bones. Prophecy is essential in the third dimension. Prophecy is critical and connected to your purpose. I want to raise some awareness of prophecy right here because maybe you don't understand what prophecy is. Because prophecy is not motivational speech. Prophecy is not positive speaking. But prophecy is hearing from heaven what heaven has to say about a situation and stepping into the third dimension and pulling the word of God in the third dimension and bringing that word into our earthly realm. Prophecy is the ability to step into the domain of the spirit and pull what is in the spirit and place it in the earthly realm. Prophecy is not saying something positive, but if you're not prophesying according to what heaven is saying, then you are not prophesying. You are just talking. And that is why when you speak over your situation, nothing is happening because that may not be what heaven has to say about what you are going through. I feel God stepping in the room right here because we have mistaken what prophecy really is. Just because you prophesy about the house, just because you prophesy about a spouse, just because you prophesy about your predicament does not mean you are articulating what heaven is saying about what you're going through. But I need somebody in here that is watching me online maybe. I need somebody that's with me to understand the critical nature of prophecy because God is saying nothing will happen with the bones unless you open your mouth and prophesy. I feel the anointing right here. And things that are not moving in your life, they're not moving because you're not in the third dimension. And they're not moving because you not, have not burrowed down into the spirit of God enough to hear what the spirit has to say to you and then release that word into your life. I need somebody in here that came in here not speaking over their life. I need you to leave here today speaking into your future and speaking into your purpose because it is critical. If the bones are going to come together, God is not going to do it without a prophet. 
if the bones are going to come together in your life, God is not going to move it unless you open your mouth. I feel the Holy Ghost in here today. Why the Holy Spirit is essential is because you have got to step into the third dimension and begin to prophesy over your kids. Prophesy over your career. Prophesy over your purpose. Prophesy over your family and prophesy over your money. I pause right here to release an atmosphere of prophecy. I release an atmosphere of prophecy in this room. You had to be here today. It doesn't matter who is not here today, but you had to be here today because God wants you to open your mouth and God wants you to hear the word of the Lord and declare it over your situation. You've got to die now into the third dimension I feel like somebody's going deeper right here I feel like somebody's hearing the word of the Lord right here I believe God is talking to your situation right here and you have got to speak to the bones Ezekiel is speaking to the bones he's speaking to the bones the bones don't have ears the bones don't have a heart. The bones don't have the capacity to ascertain and understand the word of the Lord. But the thing about the word of God, when it comes through your mouth and it is authentic prophecy, the thing about it is that when God releases it out of your mouth, it has the ability to do things that are impossible. Hey, God, I feel it right here. Things that are impossible with man are possible with God. When your mouth lines up with the word of heaven, everything in your life has to stand at attention. When your mouth begins to be in alignment with the oracle of heaven, it is a situation now where you step into your full potential and purpose. The Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit is essential for what God wants to do in you and through you. And I need somebody right here to lift your hands because God is giving you a word. I need somebody right here to lift your hands because heaven is speaking to you right now. I need somebody, Shema, to lift your hands right here because heaven is pouring out to you. What is God saying? And you need to grab the word and release it out of your mouth. Yeah, release it out of your mouth. There's bones in your life. 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 And the bones won't ever come together unless you open your mouth. Debt won't ever be eradicated from your house unless you open your mouth. It's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. And you got to speak to the bones. Speak to the bones. The bones are the structure, the infrastructure, and the framework of what God wants to do. He says, speak to the bones first. 
Speak to the bones. Speak to the bones. Speak to the bones. Speak to the bones. Let's go down to verse 9. The third dimension. What is God showing you in the third dimension? And God says to Ezekiel, prophesy to the breath. <laughs> oh God, prophesy to the breath. First, Ezekiel prophesies to the bones. And when he speaks to the bones, flesh comes on the bones. When he speaks to the bones, the bones come together. When he speaks to the bones, sinew and tendons come on the bones. When he speaks to the bones, skin overlays the bones. Because when you speak to the foundation, it changes the whole structure of what you're doing. The problem is you're prophesying to the wrong thing. If you're prophesied to bones, it shifts everything in your life. What is the root? Shamana. What is the root of what you're facing? What is the root? Don't prophesy to anything else. Prophesy to the root. And you'll see everything change. But what got me is that after he prophesies to the root or the bones, everything stands up. And God says, you're not done. You're not done. What good is a bunch of bones with skin on them and they have no life? You're not done. Prophesy to the breath. I believe King James says prophesy to the wind. We're talking about the Holy Spirit because this is a picture of what happens when you live in the first two dimensions and never step into the third dimension. You are like bones with skin on it, but you have no life. And God is saying, what good is it if there's no breath in them? God wants to put breath in you. God wants to put spirit in you. God wants to put anointing in you. God wants to put life in you. And there are people wandering, meandering, walking through life, getting lost in the forest of their life because they have no breath. They have the inability to inhale and exhale in the spirit. You have no relief in your life because you are just bones with skin on it. You have no breath that causes you to be effective in your purpose. You need breath to live. You need wind to live. This word in the Hebrew is ruach. It is ruach, the same word that God uses in Genesis when God breathes into man the breath of life and man becomes a living soul. 
It tells us that man has potential. Adam does. He has potential, but he has no life until he has breath. And I want to breathe life into what you're going through today. I want to breathe life into your bone situation. I want to breathe life into your third dimension. I want to breathe life into your third dimension, not your second and your first dimension. I want to breathe life into your third dimension because the breath matters. The breath matters. The breath matters. You not only have to prophesy to the bones, but you have to prophesy to the wind. To the wind. I need the wind of God to blow in my life. I need the wind from the north, the south, and the east, and the west to blow in my life. I need the wind of God to blow from the four corners of the earth in my life. Is there anybody in here today that needs the wind of God to blow on, the, on your third dimension? You need the wind of God to blow in your third third dimension. You need God to blow so forcefully in your life that it begins to breathe fullness and grace and hope and peace into what you're going through. And you are suffering right now as skin and bones with no life because the Holy Ghost has not been breathed into you in the third dimension so that you can inhale and you can exhale and you can actually function in your purpose. I need somebody to grab a hold of the breath of God. You got to breathe. Breathe. I hear God saying right here, breathe again. Breathe again. I hear God saying right here, breathe again. I don't know what has suffocated your ability to breathe in the spirit, but I need somebody today to breathe again. Breathe again until you feel the power of God. Breathe again until you feel the comfort of God. Breathe again. Breathe Breathe again, breathe again, breathe again. And Ezekiel would miss all of this, Akusha. Ezekiel will miss all of this if he doesn't live his life in the third dimension. Ezekiel would miss what God wants him to do if he does not step into the third dimension. Some people in here believe that God does not have anything for them because they are just trying to grab it with their eyes and their ears and their heart. But they're not grabbing it in the third dimension. So let me go back to my original text. Because I'm not lost. Let me put a bow on it for you. Eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. That's the first dimension. That's the body. Your eyes and your ears. Neither has it entered into your heart. That's the second dimension. Your heart. 
That's where your emotions are. That's where your feelings are. That's where your soul re resides. It's in the emotive places of your heart. So Paul is telling us, there's no way for you to get this and get life right. If you're trying to get it with your eyes and your ears, there's no way for you to understand a pandemic with your eyes and your ears and your feelings. Some folk don't do church anymore, whether online or in person, because they're trying to grab spiritual things with their feelings. I feel God in here because our world is caught up with living life in the first two dimensions. And Paul is saying, you'll never get it right if you don't have the Holy Ghost. You'll never get it right if you can't traffic in the spirit and war in the spirit and release your prayer language and get glimpses of God, you'll never get it right because you're trying to decipher spiritual things in a natural realm. But God is saying, hallelujah, God is saying, it's not that I don't want to give it to you. It's that the only way for you to get it is that it has to be revealed in the spirit. For God has revealed past tense, revealed, E-D, highlighted, underscore it, put it in your notes. God has already revealed it in the spirit. You don't have it yet because you have not caught up in the third dimension. Oh, God. You're not in the third dimension. You're about to leave the job. You're, 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 you're about to make decisions in your flesh. And you're going to make a mistake because you're not in the spirit. And God gave me an example and, and maybe... You'll remember this about the sermon, that what I hold in my hand is an object. And basically, this object has two dimensions. It has a length, and it has a width. It's two-dimensional. It cannot function at its highest capacity when it's two-dimensional. Why do you need the Holy Ghost? Because your life is two-dimensional without it. Why do you need to war in the spirit? Because your life is two-dimensional without it. Why are you making mistakes? Because your life is two-dimensional without checking the Holy Spirit. God says, I have already revealed it to you, but it's in the third dimension. The things that I have for you are in the third dimension. This bag cannot function unless it steps into its third dimension. It has no capacity unless it steps into its third dimension. 
Now the bag has capacity. Now the bag can receive. Now the bag isn't losing what it's supposed to hold. I feel my help today. Now the bag can receive things that are destined for it. Now the bag can take objects and hold it and receive it. And how long are you going to live your life with two dimensions? How long are you going to say that the Holy Ghost is optional? How long are you going to allow fear to prevent you from stepping into your third dimension? How long are you going to allow depression to overtake you and you live your life not in your third dimension. This bag has capacity. This bag has fullness because it not only has height and length, but it also now has width. And you are a person that was born into this world. You have been given a body and you have an eternal soul and God delivered to you an eternal spirit. But the spirit is the third dimension that we fail to get to because this world has us confused. This world has us confused. And the answer is right here in the third dimension. What do you do with your kids? The third dimension. What do you do with the job? The third dimension. Everybody stand. The third dimension. The third dimension. You got to get it there. You got to keep it there. You got to grab it there. And you got to add it to your body and your spirit. Your body is running your life. I feel, I feel like God is talking. I'm going to let y'all go. Just know I have more. I'm going to let y'all go, though. Your body is running your life. Your feelings are running your life. Why didn't the relationship work? Because your feelings got in the way. And you're not in the third dimension. And he said, I've already given it to you. You're just not grabbing it. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Somebody in here today needs to grab this third dimension, y'all. Somebody in here today, you cannot afford to leave this room and this atmosphere and not take a moment and seek God in the third dimension. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. For more information about Link Church, you can visit us on the web at www.linkchurchnc.org.